This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Two, one. Welcome to another edition of That Mill Podcast. Um, those of you watching on YouTube, you will see a familiar face, unfamiliar, but he's back, the one and only Omar. How you doing, yeah. fella? You all right? Yeah, Mickey, mate. It's been a little while, but we're back. We're back. Let's do this. How are you? All right? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm really, really good. Um, yeah, back, back after, obviously, a, a disappointing game what we spoke about on the Sunday show. Uh, if you've not listened, it's on YouTube and you can listen to it as a pod. Um, and yeah, it was a, a disastrous thing, but yeah, I think maybe what we do first off, maybe we'll talk about what we done during the remembrance game and obviously the bits and pieces with that. And then um, some thanks to certain people and then, um, and tell them what we've got planned for next week. And also um, maybe part two briefly, we're hit on um, the Preston um, game, which is obviously Saturday, which is our last game before um, the World Cup. And then um, yeah, we'll go from there, I suppose. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk about the new show. Uh, we'll talk about bits and pieces. And, yeah, I suppose um, that pretty much probably nails it. So... Hold on to your seats. We'll be back straight after this. So then, Saturday was the Remembrance game. Um, something what we look forward to, um, you look forward to now. This is your second year helping me with it and getting involved in it. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it, 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 quite a bit goes into it, I suppose. Quite a bit on the group chats, quite a bit with making sure people are where they are and all that lot. But your second year on the pitch gets any better or oh, gives a different good. feeling? No, it's always good, mate. I think like being pitch side, obviously, the day itself, obviously, you know, doing it for the cause that we all know about, you know, the Poppy Legion and giving, you know, the Mill fans chance to say thanks to all these people that give up their, you know, that do their jobs for us, like, you know, the real heroes in our lives, really. So, no, it's being pitch sides and hearing the last post and how quiet it can be on that pitch. And even, like, I think it's even hearing let them come when you're out there, like, 
it's it's different. Like when you're out, when you're in the crowd and you're clapping, like you don't realise it. it. Just feels like you know, is, is everyone here? Like is this, this feels weird. But when you're pitch side, and like you know, you notice a difference. I think, and for the players, I imagine that's like the boost they they look for. Really, I think, don't they? And I think <laughs> you can understand when you get Gary Rowick come on or or Neil Harris and and previous managers when they've come on and they've gone. You know, it's so important that twelfth man, and from sitting in the stands or sitting high up in the south block, you know, you wouldn't—not that you wouldn't understand it—you wouldn't necessarily understand how loud it is until you get pitch side. Once you're pitch side, the level just—it's unbelievable. I mean, you could—you can pretty much hear every voice in that stadium, um, singing, shouting, do whatever you—you you know, whatever they're doing. You can hear it. And it is, uh, you know, if all all three corners like they are immediately after last post when everyone roars, um, yeah, it's it's tingling, it's bone tingling, isn't it? Yeah, massively, mate. I think, yeah, like, like I said, when, especially when it's like that, the the last post is done as well. And you, I think, there's fourteen, fifteen thousand people. Here. It's like the respect shown, and like it's it's remarkable. Like, and I don't think any, I think any club. I don't think we we do it differently to any club anyway. We know that, but I think like, even when we're working with these people and you're like you know working, like you're volunteering to help and taking these people around and raising money and stuff like, that, but you realise that all these people going the hospitality we put on for them, what we will do for these people, like when they come down, like they love it, and it's like the generosity from Millwall fans as well. Like obviously I was on the front gate for a couple of hours I think, on Saturday, and like it, it never fails to amaze these people. It never fails to amaze me too. Like you know people coming out with nifties. Giving put money in, it's, like, you know, it's, it's different, different class, mate. And it's what it's for, it's what it's about, isn't it, mate? It's, it's, it's top day, and loved every bit of it. Unbelievable the amount of money Millwall fans give, and and I don't think there's ever been a year which it, it was amazing. I done I done a show with Bomber last week, and uh, and he turned around and said it's our sixth year this year, and it was like hard to understand that it was our sixth year, but it it was our sixth year, and I don't think there's ever been a year yet, and and. This Saturday was, again, the same thing from new boys who come. But they're all unbelievable when they come back and they go, someone put like 50, 40, 50 pound, 20 pound in the bucket. And I said, do you want change? And they were like, no, don't be stupid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you know, the amount of them who come up and said, you know, people are wanting pictures with me. People want to shake my hand. People are telling me, well done. People are doing this and... You know, I mean, I think one of the best comments I got was from um, one of the Northern guys, and he went, he said, I thought Millwall were, you know, like punch-ups and, and trouble and all this. He said, you know, everything what you hear and you read and everything else. He said, but I've not seen one person be negative towards us or negative towards people. He said, it's just the respect. And, and he said, mate, he said... I've got a completely different attitude towards Millwall. He said, I think Millwall are great. Everything about it, from the fans to the way the club treat. I mean, let's not rule out the club. I mean, the club were fantastic. I mean, let's not rule out we're going to them in a set, but let's just say, you know, the club, um, Billy Taylor um, and Shona was a fucking, was an absolute star on Saturday. I mean, you know, she was fucking running around all over the place dealing with normal stuff as well as being there for us when we needed her. Superb. We, we, we've got a real asset for the fans there. She's 
superb. Um, Billy Taylor for arranging stuff, you know, Veronica and that for sorting out the beers and stuff like that for the um, and the food for the the soldiers. And I think we need to give a massive, massive thanks. What we kept under our hats for a long time, um, but Husky, Husky yeah. was superb, Definitely and also right. Mick and Mick C as well. Um, you know, another box owner who um, got involved and brought extra veterans along, um, put us in touch with some veterans to come in our box, in, in, well, not our box, in the Husky box, where we'd arranged some Falkland guys. The Falk, we had a, a government minister from the Falklands um, there as well. Um, and, yeah, it's just, mate, the food in the, in the, uh, in the Husky box was... Different gravy, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm normally used to going in boxes where there's packs of crisps or fucking, you know, Sainsbury's sausage rolls. But you know, there was there was funny coloured smoked ham and do you know what I mean? There was chicken goujons and chicken wings and chili sauce and fucking mayonnaise, blue cheese dip and mate, and an American sized fridge full of beer. Um, yeah, yeah it's good. I, I, don't, I don't recall the food too much first. I just recall the fridge for the beers. I mean, that's probably where we differ a little bit, <laughs> to be fair. But no, like, I think it also back to the generosity thing. Let's be frank, like, they're all saying it as well, soldiers and stuff. Like, we're not from the richest side of London, mate. You know what I mean? Like, we're working class football fans that like to go football, but equally respect and know what these kind of people do, you know, from day to day and, you know, to the lives that they live. No, you know, willingly, obviously, it's their job. They they get paid. For it, as they kept reminding me on Saturday when I was like paying them compliments, as noble as they, these people are. But like, th- th- this is like, you know, this is we 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 do it differently, and we know exactly what where it comes from. And I think they left no uncertain doubt either. So, brilliant day. Shame we couldn't get the results back it up. We huffed and puffed. I know you obviously spoke about on the show on Monday, and it was a great show. Um, but like ultimately, you know, it's a shame we couldn't get the full swung song and kind of get the early goal we wanted whilst the, the soldiers are on the pitch. I mean, I've got this vision in my head and it's going to happen one year, if we, hopefully next year, if we do it again. But I've got this vision in my head where we all win the toss, first half, shoot towards Colbo Lane end, and we get a goal inside two minutes and the soldiers are there laying the race down as the kickoff happens. And I could just see that place erupting in it's absolute hysterics, mate. If oh. we get that. I mean, I've got the videos I'm going to put out later this week, but I I basically followed um, Bomber, like where they come along and come in front of the crowd. And Bomber's obviously got the badge, which we went on to the last show, and and we're speaking to um, a lot of the armed forces lot um, next few days for a show for next week. And he's got a Millwall badge um, on the inside of his jacket. And I've seen him undo the jacket, and I'm thinking he's going to do it in a minute. And then he didn't and then he was getting there and all of a sudden he's just gone and the crowd's just gone absolutely garrotty and I'm like you know it's the same every year you're like you're one end I'm I'm obviously the other end of Coldblow Lane you're you're like if you're sitting in Coldblow Lane you sit you stand to the left I'm to the right and I sort of channel them all up and then you make sure they're out through the door there and mate they never want to leave and the fans are just egging them on and all the new ones there are just getting involved and it's just <laughs> carnage and I can just see that if we score I can just see the players and the armed forces just celebrating together and I think it's going to be absolute carnage um, but it's Never good one day, I, mean, one day. Yeah, I mean our day started early didn't it our day started in Manzies and then um, 
we were taking the piss out of one of the armed forces in Northern Laud who decided to have um, gravy. I, I have to say, I have to say, big shout out to Manzies, yeah, because this geezer's got in and he's gone single, single, gravy. So the bird picked out a proper plate and he's gone a single, single. And, and as soon as he's gone, last time I come in here and asked for gravy, they looked as if I'd fucking, you know, just rub shit on my face. And the bird just looked at him and she went, gravy? And he went, yeah. And she changed plates and got him a fucking kid's plate and put the pie in gravy mash and then all on and gave it to him and his Dr. Pepper and all that. So, yeah, fucking, do you know what I mean? It was, um, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, it's sacrilege, isn't it, mate? Yeah. Today's yeah, like, yeah. finished late as well, mate, I'll be honest with you. Uh, we ended up in, obviously, the Stanley Oh, you, you went out on the piss with him as well, didn't you? Yeah. It was good fun. And then we ended up up London Bridge, a few different places. But, yeah, it was, it was a good Saturday. And, that's, you know, it's what it's about, you know. They enjoy their day. They do their bit for us, you know. It's all good me and you stand there with a box saying donate to the Poppy Legion. It's different when, they're, when there's people there that have been to the Falklands War. I'll stand with two older chaps. Who served the Falkland War. Do you know what I mean? It's like, this is what it's about. And, you know, they do their bit, but we all fans do their bit untold back. So, yeah, mate, great day. Um, and like I said, just shame we couldn't get that win, but you know it was still doing all right on the form table. Was still up there, so let's be confident, man. Yeah, I think massive, massive thanks to every Millwall fan who attended on on Saturday. Um, each and every one of you, whether or not you donated in the box, whether or not you 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 know you brought a poppy. If you could, great. If you donated, you know, a big chunk, then great. If you put ten pence in the box, fantastic. Listen, you all contributed to it. Um, we do the uh, we do the easier side of the day, but Mel does the harder side, and um, and she she hates me for saying it, but Mel is um, the absolute driving force behind there. Um, definitely not someone you want to upset. So uh, I'm going <laughs> to stop the com- I'm going to stop the compliments there before I get a kick in the bollocks from her next time I see her. So um, so yeah, it, it's um, yeah no, it's it's a great day. It's an extreme. And humble privilege to be able to organise it um, with Mel, and and obviously you know obviously having you in and and that is um it's great. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's great. But it's all fun and games, I imagine. But then on the day as well, it's like the suspense when you get up to half past two. You're like, where the fuck are these people? Where are they? They these come pitch side and do their bit now. So like, and the atmosphere, like, mate, honestly, obviously, like, I've finished pitch side a handful of times before, but. To them, like, kind of have these people, have them follow you around when you're taking them to their gates and stuff like that, and like feel the crowd and everyone stand up on their seats, on, off their seats to kind of give an ovation to these people. Like, cool, like it's spine tingling. So, it's- as soon as they see the armed forces, yeah. that clap starts going around the stadium, and we come in front of whole fans, and whole fans started, and literally we're walking around and we're like, right, you there, you there, you there. And everyone was clapping pictures, you know, patting people on the back, going there, and it was just. It's immense. It's immense every year, mate. I, I don't think there's been any year so far where I've just not felt so proud um, to bring him to our club. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And, and you tell him beforehand. You know, we have meetings. You, you're on the group chats. You see the group chat saying to him, "Listen, Millwall fans will love you. Millwall fans are, are fantastic. You know, whatever preconception you've got, get rid of them." You will not. You will not feel anything with uh, you know better than this. This is pure emotion on the day. It's it's fantastic, and and it never it it never fails, does it? Um, Millwall fans are the best in the world. We know that we're fucking Millwall fans, so of course we're going to say that. So um, 
Yeah, it was, um, yeah, disastrous result, disastrous result, disastrous result, but hey-ho, it is what it is. Um, do you want to say anything? You were, go on. Go on, go on, sorry. I was going to say, do you want to say anything about the whole game in any particular detail? Um, because obviously um, you probably watched a bit more than I did because when we got into Husky, you were there, you were able to um, to watch the game a bit. I was fucking I'll running around. In that box, mate. Don't worry. I'll sit yeah. there. At the end of the day, I looked at my Fitbit <laughs> and I was close to remember. Yeah, just just think about this, right? I looked at my Fitbit and I'd done nearly twenty thousand steps, and I hadn't left the the footprint of Millwall apart from you know we went to Mansies. Obviously, we got a cab from London Bridge, so walk a little bit from station to station as such. I got a cab to Mansies, and then we walked across the road, jumped on a bus, and then. We were at the ground a little bit, walked to the ground, but nothing major. But yeah, nearly 20,000 steps walking between the fucking exec lounge, the the boxes, you know, older stands, round the pitch three times, because obviously I've got to do a walkthrough about 12 o'clock telling them what I want to do, then a full dress rehearsal just before the fans come in, and then the full Monty later on. So, um, yeah. I somehow managed to take 5,000 steps in. I reckon that's something to do with the fact that I went for a little boogie in on the bridge afterwards. So. <laughs> How many steps did you get in? 25,000 on Saturday night. Like, yeah, so. that's because you went, for a little, <laughs> you went for a little mooch all over the place, mate, afterwards. Yeah, but yeah. But, uh, but it's, it's, yeah, yeah, about the game, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. them to go down to 10 members probably the best and worst thing. I mean, obviously you fancy ourselves. And there's been a couple of occasions recently where the teams have gone down to 10 men against us and we've got the results. So, like... No reason not to be confident. And on another day, you know, we had the chance in the second half to win that game quite comfortably. I think we had, what, 17 shots in the second half, didn't we? Um, only three or four on target, which is the highlight of our season and kind of indicates where we need to improve, really. Three, you know, Fleming's obviously chipped in, scored goals. Bradshaw's had that game where he got three goals against Watford in the first half. But then aside from that, we've not had that focal point up front to get you the goals, really. If we had that Chris Wood-esque sort of striker... Um, you know, the, the fact is we probably wouldn't be where we are right now. We'd probably be sitting pretty at the top, to be honest. Like, it's not been great defensively to start the season. We've gone to bat four. We've looked solid. We've kept clean sheets. I like Charlie Creswell, you know. I really do. And I think I'm so pleased he's had his opportunity to kind of get back in the side in the bat four. A lot of people are a bit unsure. Like, is he going to end up going back to Leeds when he came in against Rotherham, I think it was, or the game after Rotherham? Um, no, it was pretty, I, I can't remember what game it was, but it was the home game, didn't he? He came into sub and then carried on since there, really. And you can tell he's, he's, he's eager to prove his point. Um, I just think we don't move the ball quick enough against 10 men. They sit deep, sit narrow, and you can't break them down. And we did break them down on occasion, but we just didn't have that quality up top to win the game. So, you know, win the game on Saturday and then have a couple of weeks off, go back to Sunderland. We're in touch and distance to the playoffs, and we're in the playoffs by, by January. Sit, strengthen, get our striker if we can, and see if we end up coming in the, the season, mate, which is crazy to think. Yeah, I mean, I should have really figured, but go on, go on our Twitter, you'll find it, um, or go on our Instagram story, you'll find the link um, to Omar's appearance on the Second Tier podcast um, this week, talking about what we need as a player, um, and also talking a lot about Billy Mitchell as well, um, that what a player he's turning out to be this season. Yeah, him and Matt Namara, mate, you know, like, I love Danny Mac anyway, I love Billy Mitchell too, but... Danny Matt's one of our own. So is Billy Mitchell. But 100%. Danny, Danny Matt bleeds blue, Millwall, do you know what I mean, mate? So, like, and these are people that are, you know, they're us, but they wear the shirt, do you know what I mean? And their families go to games and stuff like that. And these, are the, these are proper Millwall. So, but they are one of our two standouts for me this season, honestly. Like, 
and it's it's just it's a pleasure to watch as a Millwall fan. I, I think we need to appreciate whilst it's here sort of thing a little bit sometimes with a couple of them because they're, they're going to go leaps and bounds. I think they are going to go to bigger and better things if we don't progress as a club as well. So you never know. Hopefully we go with them and we get to the promised land one day. But yeah, I mean Mitchell in particular just never fails to amaze me. He's an engine. Just doesn't stop running. Does not stop running and. I think I've done a show with um, Chris and Joe, and they both said Billy Mitchell for the player of the season candidate. I hundred agree. Um, but there's a few other players in there that go under the radar, and you know I think that Matt Moore is one of them in particular for me. Um, and it's just it's you know we're in touch and distance. This is it now. We normally come good second half of the season, and you know get through this game on Saturday. Hopefully get a positive result. Probably see us get the draw, but we'll talk about that more in the second part of the show. Um, and then you know see where we end up, mate, because. It's, it's hold on and buckle up for the second half season afterwards, mate. Gonna get no, it. that's it. No, that's it. That's it, you know. Um, so, yeah. And it's it, it's all good, mate. It's all good. Um, we'll be all right, I think. I think we're probably... I think we'll be top six thereabouts. Um, I don't see it without a number... And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Nine, like, I, I love Bradshaw to bits and in pre-season I said... He but he's not a, I also he's said not he a point man. This season. I, said he, I said I actually fancied Bradshaw to come in this season and do what, you know, and he has done better than Phoebe. Phoebe's not really interested. He never has done anyway, but I think also he's not getting the service in the sides and it's, it's a hard one. Where do you fit a Phoebe in this team? Um, but... We are missing that like striker that has a bit of everything about him. Basically, Fleming. We need another Fleming. Like, not necessarily the, the the arrogance and like the whole kind of the playmaking ability, but you need that kind of striker up top, built similar to Fleming, and has that all round ability. You need that striker up top in that sort of formation to do all, all the job. And yeah, I mean, we'll see. Maybe Bobble Slam is that man if we get a couple of wingers in and move him up front because I, I like the look of him too. But we'll see. We'll see, we? we could do it, that player from Chelsea who Chris absolutely loves. Oh, the name escapes me. I know you're on about it as well. It does me as well. You, you, yes, you know, there's, there's, there's players out there. It, it depends where you look. Maybe it is a, a Premier League loanee, but you don't want to have too many loan players on your side. But I suppose only Creswell, that's a loanee that gets the game every week still for us. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think we need a left back. We definitely need to shrimp from there. Um, and get that centre forwards, <laughs> then who knows, mate? The sky's the limit. The he's definitely limit. not going to forget his loan time here, is he? With six stitches in his fucking head now. Creswell, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think I honestly think like if if Hutchinson wasn't our best central defender, I could see Creswell keeping that shirt for the rest of the season. But you know, I, I actually I read back Creswell. I think he's got everything to be a top 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 centre half. Just young, isn't he? 
his first loan spell, mate, in football. Like he's played five league games before he came to us in the Premier League, and he's come to us and he's in and out. But you're going to expect that from these sort of players. But you know, I think he he is the all round package and a lot better player than Ballard. If you give him confidence and keep feeding to him, like you know, I think playing in the back four as well is different as well. And I think we've seen more of him in the last few games that you know. He played on through that on Saturday and you saw after the game the remnants of that injury and, you know, like he had to play on Saturday because there's not many other options on the bench, do you know what I mean? So, like, it's, he's, he's he's honestly made a still stuff and I think he, he could be that player second half season that could make a difference for us. You never know. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, so, yeah. What's that? Should we do a bit about Preston now, mate? Yeah, we can do a bit about Preston. Um, we're going to be back talking about Preston um, after this. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see an exclusive here. If you're listening on a podcast, you're going to have to watch it on YouTube. Uh, this would just be music to you. But on uh, YouTube, you'll see the video for an exclusive new show coming from us. Welcome back. That might be a bit echoey for you, possibly. Um, because I think real I real passion, ain't it? No? What's that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The reason that name was on the original flyer was because I didn't have enough room to put the interactive Millwall fan show, so it just went easier. So, um, yeah. But hey ho, it's it seemed to have um rattled a few people, but hey ho. Um, it's nice that they pay attention to our social media and thank you very much for the free plug to all your um, followers and listeners on your channel so that's great thank you very much no doubt they will talk about us as well this week so thank you very much our idea worked Um, Preston away last game before the World Cup um, which obviously we're going to win yeah How's your how's your um your thoughts on uh, Preston away, fella? You going? I'm not. No, I went to it in April um, for the Easter Friday, Monday. I can't remember which one it was last year. Easter Friday, weren't it? Um, it's gonna be a tough one, mate. That that Rylo's got them playing good football. Like you know, they're hard to beat. They're in seventh place in the league. They don't concede many. I mean, I think they start the season didn't they? That ridiculous stat of like four goals, four four goals against in like eleven games. Um, Tricky side at home in particular. They've been really good um, of late. I think their forms, you know, they start the season. I think they've only scored five goals at home all season. But you know, their form of late has really picked up. I think the last five they've scored eight, conceded six, and they find themselves fourth place in the form table with four four wins, one defeat. And you know, they've got their bit between their teeth really to kind of. I guess the onus is on them to finish that strongly before they go into the mid-season break before getting from the World Cup. So they'll be up for it, and I think it will be a tough game. I think for us, though, it's like it's kind of a free hit because I'm not expecting us to get a result there Saturday. I'm probably thinking we'll, we'll draw the game. But it's the onus is on Preston to win the game, I feel like. And I think that'll suit us. And I think, you know, if we get the rights of Fleming into the game, maybe Bury, if he can come in and, you know, do a similar kind of chance against Burnham, but tuck it away and, you know, hit him on the counter attack. I think it'll be made for us to go there and sit on the counter, sit deep, and just try and hit him with a bit of pace and, and you know, a bit of quality on the break. So we'll see. Um, yeah, but it's a tough place to go, mate. Some good players on that side as well. I mean, what do you reckon? 
Yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be a tricky game. I think probably a draw, to be fair. Um, or maybe we might nick it last minute. But yeah, I don't think we're going to go there and smash them. But then again, we've been proven wrong so many times this season. So um, yeah, as long as he keeps playing the back four, they seem to be settling into that now um, and doesn't make any drastic changes. I, I I think it's anyone's game, but I think we can. We've got the players to be able to take it to him and cause him problems. It's just whether or not. They turn up on the day, isn't it? That's the problem. That's it. I mean, I really like their midfield too. I think it's Alan Brown and Ryan Ledson, and they'll look after the ball well. They'll look, they'll kind of keep passing it around us, and you know, make it difficult for us to kind of get in the game, so to speak. And they've got Chad Evans up front, who gets the headlines for the wrong reasons. He's the past life. We won't go there, but I'm sure there'll be a few chances about him. He scored we've twice. Been, have we been there on a? Have we yeah. been there before on a Friday night live? Oh yeah, he's got twice. <laughs> <laughs> last time out and I think you know I think that was his first two goals of the season since he signed for them and you know like I think it'll be an interesting tie I mean you know it's, it's going to be one of those games where like I think we will be playing the counter attack and I do think that'll work to our strengths and we'll see they're another team that play a back three as well and slight like to pass it around but they've got central defenders that move the ball quicker <laughs> so than what we do so it probably suits them a bit more than it suits us but yeah mate it'll be an interesting game I'm looking forward to it who do you think is going to be lining up then? I don't know. I really don't I got know. that in before you got that in to me. Yeah, I, I would have put you on the spot of that, to be fair. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it'd be more the same. I think, is Murray Wallace back from suspension, isn't he, on, on Saturday? Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him maybe coming from a live He was back at Hull, wasn't he? Um, has he not got a one-game suspension, Murray Wallace? I think... He, he didn't play. No, he didn't play. He didn't. So he got. He played against Birmingham. Didn't he not get? Played? Oh yeah, Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The season. I could be wrong with that. Um, and he might have been injured for the game against Hull. For all I know, I'm just going to confirm to make sure. Um, against Birmingham. So this is this is the benefits of an unedited show that you 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 have to learn how to fill spots. There you go. I'm right. I should have backed myself there. So you normally are always right, mate. So yeah. He got five yellow cards against uh, five yellow cards for the season, and it got the fifth one against uh, Burberry. He came out from injury, obviously, and they missed the game on Saturday. I can see him coming back in at left side, left side, uh, left back from what Scott Malone. I think, like I said, we'll be doing a lot of defending, and I think you, maybe you might be then they give a chance to someone like maybe Bennett to play in front of him on the left. Um, do, but, uh, do you know, have, well, no, it's just something what was mentioned on Sunday's show was mm. um, I think it was Ben what said it. Um, Put where where Gary's playing um, Vogslammer. Put Scott Malone up there. Not for me personally. I, I think Malone just I don't know. Malone infuriates me. We was we was in obviously the, the Husky box second half, and there was times in the second half where he gets forward, he has that kind of moment, and then his end quality is so hit and miss. But when it comes off, it looks amazing, and he's one of those players that has that in him. So like I, I don't. Like, but. The, the I think the madness behind it was that last season he was he was scoring wonders or two seasons below he was scoring That's blinding screamers. You watch him play and he do that he does that four times a game. So mm. by law of averages he's going to score a goal that looks like outrageously good and he finds us in the positions and it's a skill in itself to do that. I don't for one second dispute that, but I just think a game like Saturday away from home it is a bit cautious of me. But I think my worst left back who can get up and down the pitch too. Have someone like Bennett in front of him on the left. I think I'd probably keep the same back four otherwise. McNamara, obviously long in goal. Um, 
Hutchins, uh, Hutchins Cresswell and Cooper with Morales left back. Same midfield two as Savile and Mitchell. Um, you know, I think, again, we've been a lot of defending. Savile's perfect in these sort of games. I expect him to have a good game out there on Saturday and just try and buy cheap free kicks, get us up the field. Mitchell will be the engine going up and down the pitch, trying to get on the ball as much as he can. Then on the left, I'd have Mason Bennett. In the 10, I'd have Cian Fleming. On the right, I'd probably go with Bobble Summer. Um, and then up top, Bradshaw. I think, you know, it's got its limitations. Like, like I said, the quality is missing in that final number nine position. But if Bradshaw can turn it on like he did against Watford, so you've got a top, top player there, but it's just very few far between for him. So. But would, you, think... on. would you end up replacing Bennett probably on 60-65 with Bury then? Nice That's fresh pair of legs. Games, if the game's in the balance at nil-nil, it depends. This is what we'll, this is what we'll tell, tell Frank Barry. If, it, if the game's nil-nil 60-65 minutes in, and you know you look like you got a glimmer where you can get in this game. I think you know that's when you get Bury in the game, and you know especially if the opposition's coming on to you, that's the perfect player to have going the other way. Like we did against Birmingham, and he had that opportunity, didn't he? Um, I don't think he'll miss the second chance he gets. To be honest, Bury. I think he's one of those players where he's not. You know, he has a moments of quality, obviously, but I think that will play on his mind in a positive way. I think, and I think if he gets that opportunity on Saturday, I wouldn't be surprised if he can see him stick one away. Um, and then the same, obviously, you know, Fleming's not really... I mean, he had... On Saturday, he was top. Like, that free kick in the first half, he somehow hits the side net from an in-swinging free kick from the left side of the pitch, which I thought was in from where we were. Couldn't believe it didn't go in, to be honest. I thought that was in. Um, but I think he's not... I think he'll be looking to get a goal and, before he goes into the break, too. So, yeah. I've talked myself into a win now. I don't I don't think we were going to win, but I, I'm going to go for it and say 2-1 all. So, there you go. Fleming and Bury to get the goals. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's normally me. I think we're probably, if we're going to win, I think it'll be a nil-nil or maybe a, a It's going to be maybe. a good draw. I honestly think nil-nil Saturday, personally. That's that's, yeah. my, that's, my, that's what my head says. But I've just talked myself into backing us to win 2-1, so I'm going to go for it and say 2-1 all Saturday. Wow. What well, I wanted to mention, wow. I don't know we've done this show a little while ago, um, during the last international break, and I mentioned about how Rowett needs to get that kind of X amount of points between now and the end of the, and, and the international break. And Here I think we go. Time for, Omar to be, time for Omar to be right. Here we go. No, 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 no. Not even for me to be right. It's actually an interesting talking point because obviously we have Blackport home. We won 2-1 and we're still really unsure about, you know, what's happening after this point. I think it was 27 points available or 30 points available. I think it was 10 games. And it was like, what parry points should we be getting at this point between now and Preston? Um, and we've had them 10 games now. And I think we're on 3, 6, 9, 12, 13, 14, 15. We said 17 points would be a good return from 30 or 18 points. We're on 15 points now. So, like, even though we had that four-game win in a row, if we don't win on Saturday and we lose, and, we, you know, if you look at the last 10 games as a whole, that's underperformed based on what a lot of us said at the time. Where it was like, if we want to be that side up there, we should be winning five, drawing three, losing two. You know, if that's what you know, or winning five and losing five, or winning six and losing four. Do you know what I mean? Like we need to get the points forward. So like, obviously, you know, ifs, buts, and maybes. But you know, the last three games haven't been great for us. You know, we're not scored in three now, or since West Brom. I mean, is it? Are we paying over the cracks with that four four games in a row? I mean, I still I like what we're doing with the back four at the minute. I yeah, like I do too. It's been a bit rubbish recently too. But, you know, we lose on Saturday because we can easily be five, six points off the playoffs, even though the season's still young and early. And we've got a game in hand because of the Sunderland game. Not the Sunderland game. Um, what game did we get moved? Uh, there's a game we got moved, I remember, at one point. 
but like do we are we kind of questioning is this a good is it been a good run since last international break for you what do you think I think we've done all right I think we could have done better I think there was a couple of games where we could have possibly won them instead of you know where we just looked like Hull really we should have beaten Hull even if it was 1-0 we should have won we should have got three points from Hull Mm -hmm. Um, and there was maybe we could have beat Rotherham Rotherham yeah, um, Rotherham was probably there. But that but then that would have put us on that could potentially so that would have been eighteen twenty one if we'd have got other ones. We could have been going into this game on twenty one points. Well the point of my question is is like we wanted this X mm. points, but we're Millwall in the championship. So like should we not be happy with what we've been doing? And this is the fact. We like, are we are tenth. So, you know, tenth at this time of year is not a bad place to be, eleventh. It's not bad place to be, really, is it, to be eleventh? No, of course not, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like, so then the onus is on them second half of the season to after the World Cup to go on. Then let's see what we can do, and if he gets back to get a striker, which I think he wants, then who knows? Like, but then this is it. So, like, what should the expectations be, or what you know, the ambition is at this. The ambition is that. So, like, we're mid-table in the championship. We've got to be grateful for that, haven't we? Because we're Millwall, but. Then again, like, is the championship that great? It's like it's it's always an interesting talking point, and always. I think it, and it's going to be. We're going to get more into these ideal talking points. You know, we're coming to the end of this now, so we might as well tell people what what's coming as such. There will be some more teaser videos coming, but basically, Sunday nights now we're going to be running on um, YouTube and Facebook. We're going to be doing um, like what we do with the Twitter space, um, but we're going to be doing it on YouTube and. Um, Facebook basically uh, broadcasting live, taking um, your points, raising some um, debates, um, and just really doing a a topical uh, interactive Millwall show. Um, a bit like what we used to do back in the day, nearly what nearly two years ago, I think, round about now, uh, when we used to do uh, Friday night live. But we're going to do it on a on a Sunday night. Um, so if you're not already subscribed, get yourself subscribed to YouTube. Make sure that you uh, you tick that bell so that when we put the notification up of the show, what's coming along, um, you'll be able to get a notification and obviously join us. Um, so, yeah, going forward, we will have different ways of you being able to get involved. Um, we're just looking at a few different ways of getting more and more people involved so that people who don't necessarily want to come on video or don't want to leave a comment, want to actually say what their piece, then we're looking at ways of being able to do that as well. So it's uh, it's exciting times. It's one of a few new shows we've got coming up. We're always um, growing, shall we say. Um, evolving. Evolving. That was the word I was looking for, but I could not fucking think of it. So I said, <laughs> so I said growing. I'll be, I'll be at a primary school and go growing. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, always evolving, always looking to improve, ain't we? So there you go. And obviously, national breaks coming up now, so it'll be different, various bits of bobs. But looking to rock and roll second half season, I guess when we come back towards Christmas, mate. So yeah, we've only really got a week without games, haven't we? Then we've got Sunderland away, and then we've got um, Sunderland's the third of December, I think. Yeah, but we've got and we've got the um, the foreign team before then as well. Oh yeah. Of course. So I think we've got a week as such, and then we've got the foreign team, um, Brombury, yeah, Brombury, and then and then we've got um, Sunderland the week after, and then the week after we're back to normal games. Yeah, very true. 
So realistically, we've only got a week. So we're going into this break season probably ideal, really. I don't know what other teams' friendlies they've got, but we've actually got a league game and a friendly lined up. So I think that could be a good thing, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. I think it's an interesting one because obviously it got rescheduled for that week, didn't it? So I don't think there's many other games happening that day. So be interesting, really, I think. It's a nice to have a game before Christmas, though, and obviously I think we've got Luton, haven't we, a couple of weeks afterwards still anyway, so it's not like we haven't, you know, it's still games before Christmas, but it's nice to have one at the start of December that to look forward to as well. So Hopefully Nathan Jones leaves them before then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't rate him as a manager personally. I think he's done really well at Luton, but yeah, fair play to him. Yeah, and on that bombshell, I suppose that is pretty much it for us. Um, you got any final words you want to say or anything else? Because um, no. you ain't been on for a while, so we, you know, people have missed you. I don't have my songs like you, mate. I don't, I don't have my final songs on for the end of every show. So thanks for listening, and um, yeah, thanks, Mickey, for having me back. It's <laughs> 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 the real real fan show. Thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> That's our song controlled, uncensored, and unedited. We're back for another episode at the weekend. Don't forget, you can join us on Saturday after Preston Away, where we will be doing the live space show. We are the home of the original place where you find the space shows. Um, and that's it. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Get on YouTube if you're not already there. And please subscribe, because we're very, very close to a milestone of a 1,000. And that means that YouTube gives us some extra keys to some doors and gets us in front of even more people. So thank you very much. Bye. Goodbye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.